Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $20 off each, your first three boxes for a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter code BrainCandy60. She's real serious today. Serious Susie. <laughs> I am not even. Okay, good. I am not serious at all. Oh, welcome. How you doing? Welcome to the show, everyone. Oh, you oh, you changed outfits. I just took the top oh, layer the to- off. Okay, I, d- I looked over and all of a sudden she was wearing a shirt that she was not wearing two <laughs> seconds ago. Like, what happened? Uh, it's episode 260. Wow, Already. I like that number. It's we nice just even. when we were doing um, the Challenge Mania Live, we discovered it's been three years since we started doing oh, this. Wow. Can no, you that. It's happy insane. anniversary. What is the third an- an- third year anniversary gift? Good First year question. was paper, right? Second year is question mark, right? Everything tapers off after that first year. What? Until like twenty five. When do you get like gold? When do you get like? That's fifty, man. Oh. We are not. Oh, who's making it to that? If I am still doing this at fifty, just take me to Mayview <laughs> Hospital for the Infirmed or whatever they call it. Oh, that's so funny. That would be. Oh, third year's leather. Second that's year's so cotton. hot. Well, you know what's kind of funny is like we got Brooklyn and sheets, so like this is mad. <laughs> but like that was for like our second year, and I now love leather. That. Bring it. Yeah. I mean, okay, I've got those we'll new leggings that, that. kind of look like leather, so yes. like, that kind of counts. It's like something we got that, that was leather. That really is a step up from paper. But you know what's so funny? We start on the topic of uh, wedding gift or not like anniversary gifts because one of the stories I wanted to talk about or uh, uh, little pieces of news out there, yeah, is that the divorce rate is at like uh, all time low since 1970. I read that. Isn't the that millennials. Amazing? I'm so excited. Like, are you? Yeah, it's predicted that. Uh, anyone who got married in the 2000s and beyond, two-thirds of them will stay married. And do you know why? Well, the majority uh, of the people who are staying married for longer are uh, college graduates. Right. And they say it has to do with, um, like, really, like, women getting to choose and be more selective of who they choose to marry. Well, and people waiting until they're friggin' ready. Right. Because, like, getting married at 18, making any decision at 18. The tattoos I got at 18 were a bad decision. You think the man that I would want to marry at 18? I didn't even want to marry a man at 18. So. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> right. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to marrying a woman today, but still, I'm just saying. Right. Who are you at 18? It is not who you're going to be. Yeah. Like when... Uh, oh, my God. Thank God for that, though, right? Thank God. But unfortunately, some of us had it documented forever, so then people think that's who you are forever. <gasps> oh, you're right. You know? Suze, you got... Yeah, you got an uh, yeah, uphill battle to fight with that, with really, like, Even being from the... 18 to 24, which at that time was the upper end of how old you could be, yeah. is a lifetime. A lifetime. Six years. Yeah. And I you mean, were one who got very typecast as, a, like, a, they put you in a, a box, you know? Yeah. So that must have been a, a challenge to really be anything different than that, right? Well, and I don't know whether Cyrus is telling the truth ever, yeah. but when we were at the Challenge Mania <laughs> thing, he said that Netflix was going to start airing all the original <gasps> real worlds and what? road rules. That's what he says. And I was just like, no. He also claimed to drink a bottle of vodka 
A day. A day when he's like in the party mode. But not all the time, just when he's in party mode. I mean, but he did say he was in party mode several days a week. Okay, well. <laughs> he was just like, but I didn't drink yesterday. And I was like, mm. mm. I, for me, whenever someone says they didn't drink yesterday, then you know they are normally killing <laughs> alcohol. But, um, yeah, so I don't know whether that's true, but, like, I just thought, dang, it's not the same as, like, the Brady Bunch that never goes away because those are characters. Oh, my gosh. You're, oh, my gosh, Susie. I didn't even, you're right. Because this brings up, it's like turning up the muck that's, like, settled already for some people at the bottom of their deep, dark lake. Yeah. And now this is, like, hey, remember that one time you were an idiot when you were younger and we caught it on camera and oh don't doesn't matter now that you are uh you know the head of the hr department at whatever company you work for and you know there wasn't social media when you were on there but now we're going to talk about it again yeah that would not be and think about just how much culture how much society like things have changed in what you say and what's okay to say and what's not okay and you know i don't know i don't like it i don't think it's right and i find it exploitative because when we sign that stuff yeah. There was not, at least for me, a Netflix. There wasn't right. an even barely an email. Right. So oh God, for uh, for you to foresee, oh, and in 20 years they're going to keep airing it in perpetuity. Could you imagine if that, yeah, they, that seems like something you'd really have to forewarn the yeah. participants about. Hey, when you're married and you have children and you go to PTA meetings, we might air the time you made out with three other chicks in a hot tub. <laughs> right. And, and you, then you're scrolling through Netflix and that comes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm so, I just I want a divorce from those. that. Right. That's what I want a divorce from. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling my heart rate go up just thinking about I am about encouraged it. though by the, the news that people are getting married to who they're meant to be with and staying yeah, married. Yeah. That's a good sign. And they called them, it said, they didn't explain what this was, but I, I mean, I can, you know guess they said people are having more quote love marriages they didn't explain that yeah they were like that's one of those things they just write and we're like okay with it we're like okay well i i i imagine that the opposite is uh, loveless marriages (laughs) so isn't that why they get divorced anyway like do you think it's possible that the other reason is that there's more forgiveness or allowing people to like bang outside of Mm, the maybe because like I, I do see more of that now. Uh, maybe a broadening or, or of the definition of marriage or what marriage looks like. You know, I think in our clinical work, we really try to say that the rules that apply to one marriage don't necessarily apply to another or like to all of them. Yeah. And you kind of get to define what works for you as a couple. And, you know, yeah, as long as everybody's happy and healthy and all following the same, uh, you know, expectations, mm-hmm. then, you know, who's to say? Who is to say? Not Go out I. there and bang. What ifs? I swear I grew up next to, like, the house, when we were in high school and we moved to Orange County, the house next door to ours, I'm 99% sure they were swingers. Oh, what what tipped you off? Uh, husband and wife, like, they look like the exact people you'd think were swingers. Like, she was a very busty lady with, like, bleach blonde hair down to her, like, waist. Sarah. And he was, What? You're describing me. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, but this is, di- it's different. She's like, oh gosh, how do I, I'm trying to like think of a. a, a, a like Hulk Hogan's wife. 
Yes. Belt type. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally. And he was Linda. a very slender man. It was almost like the, like out of the nursery rhymes, where he was yeah. like a skinny guy, bald with a goatee, and uh, he drove a, a convertible, like a red convertible, and no kids. And they lived in this. You know, they made good money and lived in a nice house. And at about once a month, at nighttime. The porch light was red oh instead of God. white. And I was like, I wonder why it's red tonight. And it would be like on a Friday night or a Saturday night or something. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, that's probably what they're doing. Like the sheer curtains over the, like, yeah. One I've never been in their house. But when I was I'm getting a sure. divorce, I lived with um, my leses, Kelly and Heather. Mm-hmm. And for Christmas, they had put out a red bulb to be festive. Yeah. And not knowing or thinking about the implications. And yeah. we had weirdness. Like Okay, people, so it's a thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was a th- I mean, I was like 15 at the time, but I, I could figure it out. She, she, We figured it out real quick, yeah, too. Yeah, so what happened? Just people start lingering. Cars <gasps> start no! pulling up. Yes. Because it must be a sign of like, Give welcome. Give red light special. Oh. We were not giving it, but they thought we were. And plus, it's like That's three great. ladies. I'm sure it Oh, looked. my goodness. <laughs> Real interesting. That's so funny. Yeah, but I had never heard that outside of, like, the red light district. Yeah, same. I didn't either. I was like, okay, I bet that's what that Did was. you see people coming and going? I don't have a memory of it, but uh, I, I can only imagine why is because I, I, you know, this wasn't a time where, like, I had my own car and I was, like, coming and going from the house at the time where they would be. Like, I was either inside or... Like, not home at the time when they would have people over. Or, mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't see the, the yeah. comings and going. But there was um, evidence. The... <laughs> <laughs> didn't wow. want to see the comings, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hi-oh. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, think would that's you ever, more common. No, I'm not Would you ever even it. go to, like, one of those, like, uh, like clubs or something? No interest in that. Yeah, I Mm-mm. think I would. I think I would go. Not to, like, swing. I wouldn't do, do that, but I would, watch? like. Yeah, I think I would be, like into just watching you know what though you're a beautiful woman and there wouldn't be just watching like oh, people yeah. wouldn't want to be involved it. like in i want to be like anonymous and if you want to be yeah. anonymous you might as well just watch porn so. <laughs> that's why like when um john ronson did the butterfly effect and and um his podcast where he looked into like the porn industry uh-huh. it was cool because no one's going to mistake john ronson for being a interested or wanting whatever you're offering <laughs> and so he could do it but uh-huh. if we went no you're right it's please. weird yeah it's weird. well you know yeah we can it's only harder be to create voyeurs. boundaries for us yeah and for people to respect that i can't imagine what kind of people go but i mean i wish them all probably the best. ones who are looking like my neighbors i mean probably yeah i guess they come in all types though yeah hey you know what whatever whatever floats your boat I mean, Sarah has some vivid memories of these uh, times in her neighborhood, but <laughs> what she maybe she has some of them on VHS and she wants to get them digitized. <laughs> what if? And if she does, she should use Legacy Box. Um, I know most of you guys, if especially if you're our age, grew up with various forms of media that are no longer yeah, compatible. We went, like through all of them, every single one. <laughs> right, they were quick moving yeah, during those yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, we really can't figure this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so if you have 
you know, a VHS collection or, or even hard copies of photos that you want to get digitized, Legacy Box is such a great solution. You can save your family films or your wedding video or whatever, and it gives you peace of mind and your family history is preserved forever and you can watch them more readily too. That's the thing. A lot of them are just collecting dust. Um, they're, they're the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos, and there's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. And plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com brain to get 40% off your first order or save up to 200 bucks on the largest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com brain and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Perfect holiday. I recommend that's a good point. I recommend like that. The best. I mean, just do it right now and then you'll be done with Christmas shopping or mm-hmm. whatever shopping you do. All right. Sometimes like I'll write these notes down and yeah. then I'll skip over it because I don't have more details. But I did read an article about showering around the world. Oh. And now I wish I would have written it down. I think the reason I didn't, it was in the Atlantic, was that the point was it's just different. Yeah. Like some countries. I think we agree. Like, have you ever been to your Europe and thought, yeah. why does everyone stink? Oh, it's like comes out like a like somebody spitting on you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, I'm gonna need more water than that. Stripping. When you take a shower, the water pressure is terrible. <laughs> it's like no water pressure. Even when I have no idea what you're talking about, it's hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> I've stayed at those hostels where, like, the plumbing's from, like, a million years ago. And you're like, it takes forever to get even just a well, lather. Well, but I was wondering, like, when you're in, for example, when I've been in France, mm-hmm. I mean, the, there is a lot of B.O. I always thought that was because of the deodorant and them not allowing or, or having more, uh, like, stricter guidelines on aluminum and those kind of things in the deodorant. Is that true? So that the deodorant is more of a, it's not antiperspirant, it's a deodorant so it doesn't block as much of the odors is that true i mean that's my theory i, th- that's what I thought i thought they just didn't really believe in it like they were just au natural yeah well i'll i'll i why the... i say this is because uh when land and i were in italy we when we lost our luggage we went to go get deodorant, deodorant and Landon had a hard time finding one that wasn't just deodorant deodorant and the only one he found was a sp- aerosol spray really yep that had like the this, and I was like, "Well, see, this oh, is why I don't use it." I wonder then if it's the law or if it's just the cultural thing. It's where cultural they... because I looked it up because I argued <laughs> with Landon. This I was like, "It's because they don't allow it over here," and he's like, "Don't allow." He yeah, did what you did. He's like, "Don't allow it like a law or like it's just you know people just, people prefer. just prefer without it." It's the latter, and there the are consumer. It is there. It is like more regulated and is. Um, like like they do have those different guidelines and they they do say that like this is we don't recommend this being in the product but there's not a like you know this is against the law rule that says it can't wow yeah. well let me just say that whatever they're doing it, i notice it yeah. <laughs> doing or not doing yeah. yeah and i and even when i did the extreme challenge which was in part in england france or no, no, Germany and mm-hmm. Czech Republic. And I was like, damn, mm. the oh, Euro the Czech Bio. Republic? Yeah. You, mm. And I was not into yeah. it. 
I don't like it. I think it has something to do with what they eat, but it's not anything different than that. I don't think so. Yeah, no, you're probably right. And I wonder, do they not smell it? You know what I mean? You wouldn't if you... You would. Well, I don't know. Sometimes when I when I take a shower, <laughs> yeah. I'm in the shower, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like I wash, I'll get my hair wet, and for the first time, I'll smell my like I'm like, oh, I stink, and I don't notice until I'm in the shower and like my hair is wet for some reason, and I'm like, I don't really? know. It's like I can I, it, I, I until. But you smell other people's body yeah, odor. Yes, 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 yes. I and do. that's I guess it's our own. We kind of get. Yeah, nose we blind like our own nose. Yeah. <laughs> You always think you smell when you don't, though. I tell you that all the time. Oh. You're like, I stink. And I'm like, no, you don't. Well, I'm pretty good today, actually. Um, okay. Ooh, there was a good article I read about um, why you should throw away your child's art. Uh-huh. Yeah. so good. I got a lesson on that from the uh, home edit. Like, oh. what you should and shouldn't What'd keep. What'd they say? Yeah. That you should have boxes that are labeled, like, for, for the child and then for different, like, times in their life and then hold it and you know for like storage like so like there's like a, a process of how the art moves through the house really yeah so it's like it comes home like appreciate whatever they made for a little while and mm-hmm. then you can determine like is this something I should keep or is this something I should get rid of and if it has their like, handprint on it or anything that has like a reference to how small they once were or something like that or like a you know, a memory a like good that, or it was like something that. like, you know, more than just the, here's what the teacher made, and now you make it look just like that thing. Then you put it in the keepsake box, but you really have to be selective, and then you have, like, one for each kid, and for, you know, like, different phases of their life, however you would decide that. Yeah. So, like, an elementary school box, and a high school, and above box, and that's it. Right. What did they say in the article? It was just encouraging people to part with yeah. The artwork because it's so they were arguing that it was about denying your own mortality and that as long as you held on to this, you kind of were holding back on mm-hmm. moving forward in your own life. I you and I briefly talked about this last time, but not on the show, but just how like, hey, you know, we're gonna maybe talk about this next time. And my mom came to visit and so I mentioned it to her. And she just about had a heart attack what? with the idea. She was like, I would never. And I was like, Mom, where is all of our art? It's at my house. Right. In store, my yeah. storage unit. Yeah. And she's like, but if I hold that and look at it, I will remember the day that you... And she told me the whole memory right there. And I was like, so with my stuff up in the storage unit, you don't need that to, to tell me, the, you know, show her that she that memory existed inside of her head without needing to hold the thing. And it was just more of an emotional attachment to like I don't know whatever it is but yeah. you know I tried to 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 show her that and she was still like no 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 I'm keeping all of it I'm yeah keeping it, but I'm keeping it really. do you think she keeps too much of it oh uh, because I think some things are lovely to keep but no some of them are nice like I have I'm glad I didn't throw things away I have a box a little tiny Chinese takeout box that has every single uh note that I wrote my friend Chris and Heather we did a like a note exchange yeah and so like we would write something and pass it to the other person they'd answer people don't freaking do this because there's text messaging and it yeah. was so adorable Ugh, man Uh-oh. I hate smartphones um <laughs> so yeah I have every single one from my junior high uh you know career yeah and 
it's just the cutest mm-hmm. to have. And they're all like folded up in like cute little shapes and like a little football shape or origami. And, yeah. And that's like real special to have. And I'm glad I didn't toss that. Yeah. Well, it the article also went on to say the um, like even adult coloring books oh. they, they kind of took issue with. Yeah, definitely get rid of those. Yeah. I'm f- d- Do you think people should utilize that. that as a soothing coping mechanism? Or if it works not? for, I think anything that works for somebody as a soothing coping technique yeah. is good. As long as it's in the, the category of like, hel- this is healthy and this helps you and this creates, uh, you know, it like creates happy feelings, you yeah. know, and doesn't do anything that's harmful. Um, I think with that, what it's what you're really trying to get to is a place of kind of what like mindfulness does. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you're in the flow, really, and you're getting to a place where you can kind of deactivate the parts of your brain that more like worry and anxiety and all that kind of live. Yeah, and get more into the present and in the moment. And mindfulness is just like the most important thing yeah. that we should all be doing. And I it, I'm excited to see it being introduced in in ways. And I think the adult coloring books are kind of like a gateway oh, drug to mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. And it, they do give you happy feelings as do my brand new beta brand dress pant yoga pants. Yes. I got a new pair. Ooh. They're herringbone. Just oh my gosh. So perfect cool. for fall. Perfect for fall. I also got high waisted ones that are like sailor style, you know, with oh the my buttons. Gosh, with the buttons. Yeah. That is so your style. So my style. Love them. And they are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. If you want to look cute, but for real feel like you're wearing yoga pants, then beta brand dress pant yoga pants are perfect for you. They have boot cut, straight leg, crop, leggings, whatever you want. They have um, limited edition colors, all different shapes and sizes. They feel great and they look really nice professionally. And if you're going out for a nice dinner and that's why I started wearing Beta Brand dress pant yoga pants. If you visit betabrand.com and use our code BRAINCANDY to get 20% off yours, you will be so happy. And millions of women agree they're the most comfortable pants you're going to wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com. And then use our code BRAINCANDY and you get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Mm-hmm. So nice for work. Um by the way, when I was reading about the sort of art and the coloring books and whatever, mm-hmm. and I started laughing about those things that women go to, those paint nights. We went to one. Oh, my gosh. I am so not into them. I am them. so not into them either. And after going to one, I was like, I, I felt guilty for subjecting my friends to that. <laughs> we had a blast. I know. The best part is that, you know, I have the kind of friends who are like totally going to take it, make it their own. Yeah. You know, but the kind of women who are there with us. I think I do think a lot of women get into it. I think it's because of where we live, too. I think it has more to do with that, that that what I didn't like about it. I guess what people, because you can go to the, we did it at like a wine night at your country club. Yeah. But a lot of people go to these studios. Yeah. And it is nice to go out with your girlfriends, yeah. have a glass of wine or whatever, and yeah. like do something creative. Yeah. So I'm not dissing right. that. All that is good. I could do without yeah. the pictures they take after and then post on Facebook and, and don't acknowledge how crappy their there paintings are. are. Well, this, here's the thing is that I don't, I think, mm, I'm torn now. 
Because right. I really think it's important for people to get the opportunity to create something and be proud of it and make it and feel for a second like and sometimes people who go to that you know are dragged by their friends like how oh, I drag my friends and they're like that <laughs> you have those friends who are like I'm not an artist like this is not for me I can't do any of this like I don't even draw a stick figure and then by the time they're done they're like oh my gosh look at what I did that's so much better than anything that I thought I could do yeah and I think they can apply that same joy and that same I don't know emotional payoff that they got from doing that to like carry that sense of self-worth over into the other parts of their life maybe that's just like the optimistic therapist in me it's nice but, but it you know it's still but then silly I'm like, uh, what my biggest problem are the instructors totally I'm like, do, i feel like i could take their job first of all <laughs> and then i'm like uh you know if you, unless you're bob ross can it <laughs> just well, i would have rather just have it I, like don't talk i you know i would rather have it be a little more free play where yeah. like yeah you don't all have to make the same well if thing. i remember correctly that's what you did <laughs> Well, this is great because I'm going to get an opportunity to post these pictures again. <laughs> I'm so excited. We said we were going to like auction off do one of them. Do you still have it? I, of course I do. We should then. I hope I hope I still have it. I went through a purging phase a yeah. little bit ago. So if I, I, I definitely have a photo. <laughs> I mean, there was a portrait of Johnny Bananas on there that somebody did. I don't know if you did it or that was you. Susie's like got her finger in the air. Like yeah, it. that was me. I feel like my friend Mariana, she went. No, she, I was the only one that went rogue. I think, are you sure? That I know of, yeah. Okay. Like, they were not taking it seriously, but right. they were do, oh, at least at following all. with the yeah. instructors. Yeah. I'm getting pen said. all over myself. What am I doing over here? Hold on. You want to clean it up? Yeah. You okay now? Yep, yep, all good. <laughs> what do you think happened there? I don't know. Sometimes when you're a lefty, pens are a real oh, problem. Oh, right. It's a messy situation. User error. <laughs> um, but... You know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have done these paint nights and yeah. like maybe have the picture. Maybe they're really good and then it looked great and then they could frame it or something. But uh, I mean, I've never seen one. I, though. Yeah, never seen one that. Was I think uh, you know, I'm not like the worst painter. Like, um, and I felt like mine was not that bad. But would but you frame no, it? No, not in a million years because it wasn't the style that I would want to. Yeah, it was like seaside. You know, paint do. Yeah, like it. You know, and it felt like. I like like a paint by numbers or something like that. When I was uh, uh, an after school art teacher for elementary schools, I had a parent who wrote to me once and told me that nothing that her child had created in at art camp was refrigerator worthy <laughs> and wanted more of those like paint what the pick the teacher paints like like basically want it it was asking me for a a paint night type painting you're kidding I, me meanwhile the kindergartners i had the kindergartners um who came back and did the camp again the next year as first graders and one of the little ones comes up to me and goes miss sarah are we going to do pointillism again this year and i was like okay see that's why it doesn't matter what that looks like it matters that she knows what pointillism is mm -hmm. and like i'm teaching a lesson here and let me tell you i gave him a long email can you of, like, imagine let me tell you what first of all any i started with for, i probably did start with first of all but any art that your child creates is refrigerator worthy 
Aww. anything that your child makes should be worthy of the refrigerator. Yeah, the refrigerator is... the message you're getting at home of like, right. could you imagine? No, this doesn't deserve to go up there. You should make me something that's better. Man, wonder yeah. what's on her fridge. Right. And, oh, I think she was a teacher too, which is the scariest part. Oh my God. Yeah, or like she was somehow involved in the school too. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so I had to tell her, you know, this is the point of this is that I'm teaching, you know, techniques and styles and there's a whole, you know, like lesson that goes with it and we talk about everything blah 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 this whole thing you're reminding me in the brain candy crush there was a conversation about a meme that was posted in a different group of like a lady with a coffee and she was saying you know about the 22 year old that bebops into starbucks and like wants to skip the line you know, and get her coffee first. Mm -hmm. And the mom was like, I've been up all night with whatever and whatever. It was kind of pitting the young woman Mm -hmm. that wants the coffee against the mom who deserves Uh the coffee. Uh And they posted it in the Brain Kidney Crush to say like, I'm sick of this sort of mommy entitlement where it's like your pain is bigger than the young person's pain. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that's probably sp- spoken by young people. And, <laughs> or like maybe people without kids yeah, who no are kids. sick of that, yeah. you know, reasoning of like, oh, yeah. my life is so hard because yeah. I have kids and you don't. I want to explore that with them. Why does that bother you so much? Oh, so whose side are you on? The mama's? Mom's. I'm, I'm not on the side of the people who brought that up and was like, I'm so sick and tired of this. Oh my God. Because I feel like those people probably have an out- outlet to complain about whatever it is they want to complain about. Mm. And I think everybody deserves that. It's fine to say, isn't this freaking hard? I think everyone was in agreement that like everyone knew that the post was made in good fun and like wasn't malicious or anything like that. But they just, it struck a nerve with them of like, why do moms always act like their life is more difficult than everyone else's? Uh, I do see this with like a lot of the t-shirts and a lot of the, especially with things that are wine related where it's like mommy's juice or whatever, implying that mo- being a mom is so hard that I have to resort to alcohol, which I have a problem with anyway, because for that's like for uh, so many reasons yeah. where it's like that, that's sending a weird message. Um, but that too, I think is made in good fun. Yeah. Not yes, di- you of know. course, but it speaks, there's some, there, there are things that you kind of have to look at in there. And maybe if, Women haven't been given the uh, the appreciation that they deserve or the credit they deserve for the hard work that's being done. It's almost like they mm-hmm. need to push back in a, a way of saying, like, yeah, we're freaking exhausted. And we have to scream it from the mountaintops because, you know, my husband, who's, like, taking lunch breaks and going on, like, work dinners... It, they're saying, oh man, isn't it so difficult for the the businessman who's always gone to da 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 da? Well, look at me. Nobody's appreciating mm. me over here. So I think it's a response maybe to that. I mean, so now I see both sides. <laughs> we always end up always. in that place. Yeah. But I, I do see the point because making dinner is tough yeah. and just going to the grocery store to get the groceries is I'm tough. I'm over it. So that's why we recommend HelloFresh. Mine is coming on Monday. We <laughs> we love HelloFresh. We make it as a family in this home and we love to try the different recipes. Lincoln loves to cook with me and his dad. And there's a selection you can choose from classic, veggie, or family. Um, and they send these 
kits, you make the recipe, you make the meal, which Sarah likes to like then redo, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. You can try it later on your own. It's simple. It's convenient. It's delivered right to your door. You know when it's coming. You can change it, pause it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just easy to manage. And that's what makes it nice for a mom or for a non-mom, yeah. whoever's busy. Um, for $20 off each your first three boxes, so you get a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter promo code BrainCandy60. So that's, again, $20 off each your first three boxes for a total of $60 off. Visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter BrainCandy60, which is nice. Speaking of food. Yeah. I got a crazy story for you. Okay. And I felt like this was perfect for you. Okay. Because I know how much you love spicy foods. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Go on. Yeah. I heard this story. Okay. Well, read this story. Okay. This man ate <clears throat> a Carolina red pepper, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. the Carolina Reaper. Reaper, yeah. Hospitalized. With something called thunderclap headaches that were the first of its kind to ever be reported after eating something hot. Yes. This guy, they said it could cause a stroke. Yeah. Holy crud. I was like, somebody tell Susie, tell her to stay away from those hot peppers. Because listen, people out there, brainiacs, no one can eat spicy foods like my co-host Susie Meister. (laughs) That's you have my gift. Never seen it. We went to the Orange County Fair, uh-huh. and there was this like I don't know like what would you call that? that there was, was it was like, like a, a vegetable stand. garden, yeah, yeah, like a pepper stand. And they were like, "This one's the hottest." And Susie was like, hey, "I'll take it," and I took a <laughs> bite. It she didn't even flinch. People, Landon was like, "Oh, I like spicy foods. I'll do it." He bit into it. He was dying. He got the sweats. Totally. <laughs> I was, te- you guys were like, here, you should try it. I'm like, you're out of your mind. I smelt it. My eyes started watering. She like downed it. No problemo. So stay away <laughs> from the Carolina Reaper because this jalapeno measures like a, a rate or this uh, pepper, a regular mm-hmm. jalapeno measures at 10,000 mm-hmm. Scovilles. Yeah. This one, 1.6 million. Wow. Million. He said as soon as he ate it. He started getting neck cramps. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it it he had the, this headache or a series of headaches that lasted over several days, sending him to the hospital. And it was a narrowing of the arteries in his brain. That's what I'm wondering if I'm suffering with because I have this oh my migraine. God. No. Have you well, been eating a lot of spicy Adam foods? said, he's like, you have been eating a lot of spicy food, like maybe, because we're growing these really hot yeah, peppers. I mean, they are so spicy. <sighs> Did You just ate them for lunch. I know, I for love them. For goodness sake, Susie. I'm like may, an addict. This may be like, I don't know, some sort of like divine intervention that I came across <laughs> this article today. Because It's possible, I suppose. But what is, I wonder what is characteristic of the thunderclap headache? It's that it it feels like a... Your head's in a vice, but only for a minute, and then it releases. Like contractions. Yeah, it's like oh that. So it's almost like the narrowing of those, uh, uh, you know, arteries really causes a lot of tension. And I mean, because you're cutting off the blood supply to the brain, and then it releases, and you get that real quick rush. Yeah, which is what they say could cause the stroke. Right. That is scary to me. Yeah. 
But then why do they keep growing these peppers if they're no so dangerous? Shit. What are you using them for? Because they're bre- like they find the you know the hottest yeah. seed. Oh my god! Don't stop. The hottest. Everybody pepper. stop doing that. And then they plant them, and then obviously they can keep getting hotter, so that scale keeps getting, mm. you know, more intense. One point six million. I mean, for goodness' sake, I don't even know the math on that. What's right? One point six million right, divided by ten thousand. Like what percentage of? I can do that math real quick on the on a calculator. On <laughs> 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 my abacus. But they they have. I have read that heat, like that kind of pepper heat. Food heat is the most, um, it's the easiest thing for your body to get used to in terms of like pain tolerance. Yes. It only takes 10 days. Wow. And then. It's crazy. So you can keep getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And so obviously my tolerance is really high. Yes. At this point. It's 160 times the heat of of a jalapeno. Of a jalapeno. Which can be kind of spicy to me. Yeah. Some of them are very spicy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, I won't have any of the Reapers. Yeah, you definitely should not do that. I'll keep my hands off of those guys. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you want me to talk about... Well, we all know this is true, yeah. that they say that buying experiences, not things, oh, yeah. you know, is sort Favorite. of... Yes. I read an article, though, that kind of did a deep dive into that. I love a deep dive. And it was really interesting. Like, it was talking about how... Um, it's it, this was a quote I wrote down. The mind, the mind wanders to dark places without something to remember or look forward to. And I thought the that, mind wanders to dark places <clears throat> without something to remember or, or look something to look to. forward to. So that's why you know what? Absolutely, it does. Yeah. You know what? This reminds me of is, um, uh, the man who mistook his wife for a hat by something sacks. Uh, the neuropsychologist who studied yeah. memory loss and mm-hmm. a bunch of other bizarre, you know, neurological phenomenon. And the saddest people that he met were the ones that could not remember the past or didn't have any, like you lose your identity, you lose your sel- sense of self and they were really, really depressed. So I bet that is a little bit of that. Yeah. Mm. And so it was saying if you were to buy an experience, be it concert tickets or a vacation, you get joy planning it. Yes. You get joy anticipating it. Yes. You get joy when you're on enjoying it at the concert or on your vacation and then remembering it. Ah, one of the things, techniques we use for people or encourage people who are, um, you know, want to increase their happiness is to plan a trip but not even take it. Like just, we like prescribe the planning process. Interesting. Because there's so much wonderful feelings yeah. and positive experiences and good emotions. Where do we want to go? Yep, what do we want to do? From that. Yeah. Forecasting. It's because envisioning your ideal future self is one of the three things that leads to happiness That's that have such been scientifically great, proven. That makes me really happy just knowing that. Yeah. And it was saying that whenever you buy something, let's say you order something online, mm-hmm. the anticipation of it coming isn't the same joy. It's impatience. Oh, that's so good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And that you have this sort of like, when is it going to get here? Which I know is true for uh-huh. myself. It I'm is like, impatience. Even if it's like Amazon two-day prime, you're like, where is it? I, I need it. I a box from Express. I'm like, oh, I need to wear that shirt tomorrow. You better arrive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I thought that was interesting. Wow. Um, that is That makes it even more unhealthy then. Like, 
Ugh. And then also it was talking about how when you're talking to somebody, people enjoy hearing like, oh, I went to this concert and they played my favorite Mm -hmm. Beach Boys song Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And what was it like and all that. But they do not want to hear about, oh, I got a new car and here's the windows do this Mm -hmm. and it has a sunroof. No, people don't even want to hear about things. However, I want to provide a... uh, Counterpoint point to that. Okay. Um, I was driving in the car today, and I was thinking back to your birthday, and I was thinking about how part of your birthday present was a, a gift card, oh, and yeah. I was thinking about how much joy. I. It's weird that my my mind went here, but I was like, man, what I would really love is to know what she got with the gift card. Like it seems like something that we don't ever ask or like feel like it's rude to ask or something. I don't know why we don't, but I was just thinking that for a second. I was like, I wonder oh, what she picked. I wonder what she got with that. I think I was thinking about, you know, I don't know. It's funny that you say that because since my birthday, I have bought tons of things, be it clothes or otherwise, but I'm saving the gift card yeah. because I want whatever I get with the gift card to be like a special thing yes, for good. me. Because I, I knew it would And that's like what I said when I, I was like, get yeah. something you really like. And yeah. then you, can, you could get a discount on it, which who doesn't love that? Yeah, I'm saving so, it. I'm even so though I probably that. even shopped at that store. Yep, I get that. But I'm saving it. Because then there's like the things that you're going to buy that you, you know, this is almost like a treat thing. Yeah. yeah I totally, totally get that. Yeah. I've saved the same gift card like that. And then they were also talking about how they did a study about... It, you know how like sometimes people will camp out for like the new iPhone? Oh my God, yes. That type of thing. Well, when you're in line like that um, for a, an item, mm-hmm. there's often reports of bad behavior. People get rude with each other. Yeah. But that is not what happens when you're in line for tickets. Because, oh, I know why. Because... You're all part of, it's like the collective effervescence thing when you go to a concert and mm-hmm. you're all experience, you're signed up to have a similar experience that then you're even sharing in the anticipation of the event for somebody, but you're in competition mm-hmm. with the people who you are in line with to buy things because you're seeing them as somebody who can have it before you. Mm-hmm. Somebody it's, I would imagine that's a competition. Well, and I think that they don't see it as like, we're in this group yeah, and not. it's just like, we're getting a phone. Everyone has a phone. Yeah. It doesn't make us an in-group or a subculture. Whereas if you love Aerosmith and the Uh guy in front of you loves Aerosmith and you're willing to camp out for tickets, you probably want to talk about it. There was a Pixar movie. I can't remember which one, but I definitely stood in line to see the opening night of a Pixar movie. Wow. I had never had more fun standing in any line ever than with my fellow Pixar fans. Tell me what happened. It was like, it was at, in San Francisco. So what movie was it that came out while I was living in San Francisco? I know it had to be one of the Toy Story ones. It's not, because that was too, that, I only loved the first Toy Story and all the other Toy Stories, I was like hesitant to see because I thought it would tarnish my perfect image of the mm. first one. So I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to see the second. It might not be as good. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, that is good. Um, but I think it was for, it was like cars or something that wasn't as, Wally. It was Wally. Wally. Oh my God. It was so good. I did. Oh, I did love that. Um, but yeah, they were, it was just like, everybody was like me and we, it's all like grown ups, but st- who still have this like childlike sense of like, wonder and and magic and all that fun stuff that comes with the kind of like it was a late night movie it was probably like 10 o'clock so Mm -hmm. you know it's not kids who were there they were all grown-ups or adults right 
Grown-ups. That's funny. What to call? <laughs> it's kind of like a kid thing to call <laughs> call myself. I'm a grown-up. I mean, you don't have to wait in line for this, but I would. What? Poshmark. Yeah. I mean, you can have it right at, at your fingertips. You it's don't have to wait in line. Phone. That's like the joy. Mm-hmm. Like you can get really cool stuff. You don't even have to wait in line. Yes. Are you on Poshmark yet? Yes, you, you should, should be. be. You could be buying stuff out of my store. You could be buying Sarah's used pants. Well, you can buy my used challenge stuff because I'm going to be listing some challenge memorabilia on there. Are you really? This week. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Get- I told somebody at the uh, Challenge Mania event who missed out on the opportunity to get a jersey that I would relist those Wow-y, just for wow, them. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so. well, Poshmark is fun whether you're buying weird challenge stuff yep. or if you like Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. or Gap or J. Crew or whatever your kind of clothes and stuff you're into, they have on there. People list things that they either got that they don't wear or um, things they've gently used, and you can buy them super cheap and you can make offers, see if people accept your offer, or you can list your own stuff, clean out your own closet. Yes. Um, which is what I enjoy doing. And so if you go um, to poshmark.com or like download the app and use our referral code, it is Sarah's closet name. It's I'm Sarah Rice. And you'll get five bucks towards your first purchase. Or you can check out my closet as well. It's just Susie Meister. But if you use that referral code, I'm Sarah Rice, you'll get $5. So go on there, find us, check our closets out, and, you know, just see what else you find. Um, You're real cute, though, with that Wally thing. It was such a good... I mean, it's just so cool that a movie that has no talking in it for the first hour (laughs) almost can keep the attention of a four-year-old the whole way. Impressive. That's like true. they are glued to the TV screen. I love it. Or movie screen, whatever. All right. Um, yeah. Did you hear about this guy? He's a professor. Mm-hmm. And he was getting a divorce and he decided he, he's a professor of like environmental studies. Okay. And he decided he wanted to really push the envelope on the how to live with zero foot, carbon footprint, you know, uh-huh. be the most environmentally friendly human being. Is this what led to the divorce? (laughs) I bet it didn't help. (laughs) He went minimalist. And, you know, you hear a lot about, like, tiny home and all that stuff. I mean, this guy took it next level. What are we doing now? He is... I forget what campus he works on, but he is living in a dumpster. Oh, for (laughs) his sake. (laughs) And he started out... Uh, That's such a white privilege-y thing, too, (laughs) that, like, I went for... I have so much privilege that I'm going to choose to live like those without any... Like, like, come on. Yeah. Well... We all should be so lucky that we would get to... Oh, our life would be better if I just lived in a dumpster. That's really to fix it. He sold all his stuff, basically. Uh And he... Started out with this true, is a white guy, right? Yeah. Okay. He <laughs> just clarify. Right. What if it wasn't? Right. I'm like, oh. Um. Okay. He started out living in this basic dumpster, and on a piece of cardboard mm-hmm. as his bed, mm-hmm. and then slowly over time, he tried to decide like what is the most efficient way to live. And he slowly added things. Mm -hmm. So now it looks pretty cute in there, but, I mean, it is so small. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Now, okay. 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 This isn't a dumpster that was like full and he's like that one because it's like behind the school or is it one of those he's living in a because i have it's seen empty. this the storage containers it's not it's that. definitely a dumpster we definitely know that. a dumpster but it does it not empty. have garbage in it doesn't have garbage did it ever hold garbage or did he get a like that they didn't say but off the sh- off the rack i don't dumpster rem- i don't <laughs> Off the rack. I don't know. Where do you sell them? Do they he, come on racks? Is it a shelf? What I will say is I know it's in Texas, and so it was very hot. So even at night, it would it's only metal. go down to 85, like at mid, you know, when it's oh, coolest. That could be good in some places. And yeah. Oh, but it might go the other way, too. Metal, whether it's hot or cold, is going to... It's be, a nightmare. Yes, be bad. So... You know, that was one of the first things he mm. knew that he had to get was some sort of Insulation. temperature oh. Uh, oh, okay. control. Okay, got it. It still is hot in there, but it's he got something to regulate the air somewhat. And um, it's fascinating to look at. I'll put it in the newsletter so you can see because he has like a false bottom. So mm. underneath the boards is where he keeps like his seven pieces of clothing. This happened. He got divorced and then he did this. Okay, this doesn't surprise me. No. Well, but it is what he yeah. studies. I understand that, but I see what this is. What, Sarah? You're so cynical today. I'm not. I just like see, like we can't just look at it as this is an uh, uh, environmental studies professor who's trying to make. There's more to it. Like why? I, I think yeah. it's maybe it's because this is what I'm like training to do as a therapist, or like look at the relationships and look at how because I see this as kind of like a desperate act in Sarah. a way. I do. I really do. I just, I watched an episode recently of, um, it was something on, on Netflix about like incredible interiors, but it had this guy who either just went through a breakup or just went through a divorce whose dream it was, he wanted to build, he wanted to live inside of a shipping container inside of a, a garage that housed all of his cars that he loved. Mm-hmm. And I could just see that, you know, as they were doing this reality show, that all the guys were like, yeah, you're living in the garage with your cars. And inside I was like, oh, he's really sad that you're creating a space that does not allow for any other human to exist in there with you because somebody has hurt you so much that now you have to shut everybody out and create a living space for yourself that could barely even fits you and your seven things, let alone another person. And the saddest thing, like, he's he's cutting off. Like, that's an act of almost, like, isolation and withdrawal, I think. Okay. I mean, yeah, nobody is in a vacuum. So our yeah, con- totally. the context of our lives informs mm-hmm. the choices we make. And I'm sure that when you get divorced, a lot of people go through that thing where they're, like, wanting a clean slate. Yeah. But if you are going to do it, at least have a, a broader point because yeah, he, yeah. he wants to address the fact that all yes. over the world, people don't have shelter. I and so it. he thinks that if we can make super cheap mm-hmm. options yeah. for people, then they can make these spaces that they can live in, which is a cool idea. Yeah. I agree with all that. I just think he's saying those things and avoiding well, Some maybe emotions. just in the article. Yeah, right. Totally. I mean, he's not going to tell the Atlantic. Of course, like, of course. Uh, but I, I would be, I would be curious to follow up with him three years later and see how long. Check in on his loneliness and his depression 
and well, one, I will that. say one thing that he did refer to about the loneliness was that because it was so freaking hot in the dumpster yeah. during the day, he had to just walk around, uh-huh. and he found that he met people and met a much wider group of people, and even he said using a laundromat. Oh yeah, that he felt that this way of living could help us connect again with other humans, which is what we're not doing. So he mentioned a need for connection even in the article. Yeah, and not just for him, but for all of us who are like me. Mm -hmm. I barely ever leave my house, Mm -hmm. and I'm on my phone all the time, you're on the internet, and you're not actually talking to that many real people. And so I thought that was cool. Um, But I'm not going to live in a dumpster. Right. But I thought it was interesting. And th- they did have a video, or maybe it was more like slides of like the progression of the dumpster and how, what he added to it and how he I mean, set it up. I think it's really cool. I think it's like a really good, um, you know, statement and like, you know, yeah, cause and everything that he's talking about is legit. Mm-hmm. I just see a little bit of the human suffering in there, you know. I mean, maybe he's not suffering. I, I think he's got a, a, some sadness in his heart. <laughs> I do. Don't we all? Yeah, I think divorce. Yeah, I just, I think, I think that oh, that's boy. not a coincidence. She really killed this story for me. Sorry. I, I, I just, I mean, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you don't leave your house, the perfect solution, if you're going to ship stuff is stamps.com. There you go. I know that much mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm not sad inside. <laughs> Um, makes me happy. <laughs> right. I feel great about the opposite. it. Um, if you are a person that sends letters, packages, uh, if you have an Etsy store, if you sell things on Poshmark or eBay, then this is a great option for you. Stamps.com allows you to start an account in minutes online with no equipment, and then you can print all your postage right from your desk. And it's for any size package or anything. And it's super easy. They'll send you the digital scale and it calculates your exact postage. And that way you never have to leave, never have to go out to ship anything. The mail carrier will pick it up right from your house. And that's why I use stamps.com. It's so easy. And right now you can do it too. Enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in brain candy. That's stamps.com. And enter brain candy. Hmm. How much time? Do we have time for more stories? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. What do you got? Do you want to hear about... I'll give you an option because I love doing this. Do you want to hear about a medical condition that can be cured by roller coasters? Or would you like to hear about why goats are being airlifted out of a park, national parks? Oh, my God. Be, via helicopter. That is such a hard choice. What are you going to do? I'll do the roller coaster. Okay. Okay. So, anecdotally, doctors (laughs) were finding that from their patients who were complaining about kidney stones, that if they went on roller coasters, they were somehow relieved of their symptoms. And doctors were like, wow, we, you're hearing yeah. this? I'm hearing this? This is, they've heard this many t- enough for people to go, maybe we should research this. So that's just what they did. So people who are research scientists who are researching this uh, did a print, like a 3D model, like an actual, you know how we can like print organs now? They did a 3D printed organ, kidney, put it in a backpack, 
put kidney stones in different places. They ran this test multiple, multiple times and sent it on down Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Shut at Disneyland. Up. I kid you not. With incredibly uh, positive results. Get out. Not only is it like successful, but it's like more successful than a lot of the medical treatments they have for. Okay, what do so you know about it? Sixty. And, oh my gosh, it's really interesting. So they were finding that it didn't really matter where the the size of the how big it was or where it was in the kidney that it would pass about sixty five percent of the time. The or I should say that the only thing that did matter was the placement of where they sat on the roller coaster. So if you sat in the back seat. 65% of the uh, kidney stones would dissolve and pass. If you sat in the front seat, only 17% This is would. insane. Oh, Isn't that my cool? God. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so, so into So seat this. assignment was the only thing that mattered, not the size, not the... Uh-huh. What? So if you have a kidney stone, <laughs> step number one, six flags, Magic Mountain. <laughs> Okay. Or where's your favorite wood? Something, something, Kennywood. something wood. <laughs> so you're, do you think that it's, uh, is after one ride on it? Do you oh. think? You know, that's a good question. Or I maybe think it like is a after day at one. The park. I think it is after, we'll, I have this whole article on it. So we'll put I this in the so newsletter because this, this is, uh, I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe what I am reading. So I think, uh, well, did they say what they think is the reason? Oh, let's see. It's, I think it has something to do with just, it breaks them up into smaller particles. Like it says, they didn't really give a reason why. It just said that the preliminary studies findings support the anecdotal evidence that a ride on a moderately intense roller coaster could benefit (laughs) some patients with kidney stones. Okay. Uh, Although it gives, it makes me think like we, nobody should be riding roller coasters. Aside oh, from this, that's a really if good it can point. do that to kidney stones. Oh my gosh! Wonder what it is—the force, the gra- uh, centrifugal force. Yeah. Hmm. Like really, it says absolutely nothing else in this. Uh, this is from LiveScience.com, but it doesn't really say why. It just wow. kind of gives the general findings, and I am so into that. Yeah. Story. And I'm like, you chose Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? That's like not even that crazy Well, they said coaster. moderately. Yeah, yeah. Maybe intense. that. They only did moderate. I wonder if it would be different right. if it were like. Really What intense. happens if you're like on one of those crazy ones? Right. You just shit your pants. I mean, I don't want to brag, but uh, I did <laughs> I a. I uh, I I did a commercial for Disneyland and I rode Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in the backseat. Sarah. I was killing two birds with one stone. Why do you do this to two me? Two birds with one stone. Oh, that's funny. Look what I did there. <laughs> Actually, I was killing two stones with one roller coaster. No, kidding, kidding. Why didn't you tell me you did a commercial for friggin' Disneyland? I when I was little, like my mom, when she was a wardrobe stylist, they would use us as extras all the time for things, and we would I you know not. pop in and out of commercials. Go through I, that friggin' woman's storage legacy box situation. Right, find out what I got in there. I swear, I got my headshot somewhere. It makes me sick it. that you have this stuff at your fingertips. <laughs> even know i mean she kept my childhood art but not like the the the, the real from all my commercials no but i rode the back how many the times back did ro- you ride oh, it oh my god like 40 no e- way easily they shut the whole ride was shut down it took all day long and we were so bored it was me and my brother 
no we were way. so freaking bored. Not the younger one because he was too little. Uh, he didn't meet height requirements. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> and uh, we were coming up. It, I mean, they, you couldn't even see us, like our faces in it. It was really just to make it look full. And, you know, we were extras. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we were trying to invent, like, different ways to sit on the roller coaster. Like, oh, maybe we could turn around backwards, like, breaking all the rules. I'm surprised nobody got their, like, hands taken off. We were like, okay, what if we try to sit backwards? With, right, like, you right. You know, we were not sitting how you should be sitting safely in a roller coaster. Because wow. we were so freaking bored after 40. But, you know, there, well, there are worse ways to be bored, I suppose. You have lived quite a life. Yeah, yeah, I really have. I mean, for a lot of people, that would be their story forever. Yeah, that is true. Once <laughs> so I was and in a Disneyland commercial. And like you an didn't anecdote. tell me about yeah. it yeah. until we our third year anniversary. <laughs> That's true. And like of our the show. 11th year of friendship. Um, want to tell me about the goats, though, or you want to save that for oh. next time? That sounded interesting, too. It's a tough mm, choice. Maybe I'll save it. Yeah? Maybe I'll just be, it'll be like a to-be-continued, like, teaser. Okay. Tease um, the tease. I feel like I just had a Carolina Reaper over yeah, here. Yeah, you look like you got a real a real headache going. It's not good. Is this a, uh, <laughs> a, a artery narrowing in the brain? You know what? Oh, I'm starting to wonder. Well. Thanks to you. What if going on roller coasters cured that? Well, we better get our butts to a theme park. What was the name? It's Thunder something. Thunderclap Headache. And what's the name of the roller coaster? Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> too, too close to be a coincidence. <laughs> um, oh. All right. Well, I guess we'll go. Yeah. If we have to. We have to. I mean, we'll see you next week. Or actually in just a few days, probably. I'm going to later today get Sarah wasted. Okay. And we're going to read through the reviews on iTunes. <gasps> oh, that's, that's always fun. fun. I love playing I that game. I have been getting the meanest emails from people, by the way. For about, about what? Like when we do ads and I do it in the middle of a story. Yeah, well. I got two people mad about that. Oh, two. Those two people. But they were venom. The one was venomous. Yeah, well, they can can it. I was just like, she She said, your greed is not becoming of you, Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda. You know they're at least cousins, her and Linda. <laughs> they're somehow related. It just bothers me because if I do that, which, by the way, I think was one time that in mm -hmm, particular mm -hmm. I remember doing that. It's, it's because, have to do yeah, it. I have to time them properly. Yeah. And it's not always convenient. And listen, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, and they all do that. And that's that's less NPR. Wait, wait, don't tell me all those. It's cereal. never because I'm trying to like. Ours are for better stuff that's actually good. I mean, look at look at my hair from that. I know. Hello. Yeah. Sponsored product. <laughs> Hashtag SP over here. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Bye.